Hello, my name is Lauren Patterson, your host and guiding light to self-love. I am the author of Amazon bestseller, Freeing Your Heart for Love, and founder of a nonprofit to help people challenged with abuse and depression. The intention of this podcast show is to inspire and encourage you through my experiences and those of my guests that you can discover self-love and true happiness for yourself. My next amazing guest is Shannon Patterson. Shannon is the founder of two businesses focused on empowering women, Live Your Truth Women Health and Confidence Coaching, elevating women's self-confidence and self-love by developing self-awareness and self-acceptance. She is also the founder of Achieve Multi-Sport Coaching and Personal Training, helping clients achieve health and fitness goals. Shannon says the only way to truly feel your best is to strengthen both your mind and your body. You are limitless. Other fun facts, Shannon is a three-time Ironman World Championship triathlete, a 43-time marathoner, just remarried at the age of 48, has two fur babies, Yorkies, and proudly identifies as a confidence crusader, sisterhood creator, life learner, and love radiator. Hello, Shannon. Hi. How are you today? Oh, I am amazing. I'm always so happy when I get to speak to women that I admire and that I align with on your mission. Oh, I'm so happy you're here and um, that you showed up to love today. Absolutely. I've been saying that a lot lately. I'm getting used to that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's how I came up with the name, show up and love for yourself. So I'm so happy you are here and I'm honored to have you as a guest. And I know a little about you, but for those listening, what inspired you to embark into the fitness world? Well, you know, it's interesting because I think a lot of people look at someone like me who's been in the fitness industry for over 25 years, and I've had a lot of success in the world of triathlon, placing really well in my age group and going to the world championships. And I think women look at that and they just think it's been easy. And it's just been like, maybe I'm genetically gifted or any, something like that. We tell ourselves these, these stories, right? And the truth is I was always an active kid. I like to do stuff, but I was never like the best at anything. <laughs> I just like to be active. Uh-huh. And so I, I knew that for me, when I moved my body ever since I was little, I just felt this, this overwhelming feeling of empowerment that I didn't get in other ways. So Mm. I just always, from a little kid, my dad, you know, he'd ask me what I wanted to be when I grew up and I'd be saying, I want to be a choreographer for a dance. You know, I want to be Paula Abdul. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love Paula Abdul. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that transformed into, you know, doing something as he put that would actually make me some money and doing more (laughs) like So exercise science and kinesiology um, in school and then just taking that to all sorts of different levels I didn't really even anticipate when I first started because you can really specialize in so many areas. Oh, yeah. And you were so inspired at such a young age. I, yeah, I always really enjoyed, I was always super active. I was the girl who was like, you know, coming home with bloody knees and oh my my bike into like the curbs is like, that's how I stopped my bike. I didn't <laughs> you know? So, so oh my gosh. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. The, the most I did was roller skate. I love to roller skate. Yes. That was my favorite thing to do. I love that too. Yeah. That was my escape from 
other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love this um, next question I'm going to ask you because I used to watch this. So how did you become a three-time Ironman world championship triathlete and 43-time marathoner? Like that's just amazing. So I would love for you to share a little bit about that. Well, thank you. And you know what I what I would love to start with because when you asked me that question and saying that that's amazing, yeah, you know, people would say that to me, and I used to say, "Oh, anybody can do it." Mm. And the truth is that that is true. Anybody who dedicates their time and their energy and and believes in themselves and does that, yes, you can for sure. But I almost felt like I was taking devaluing what I was doing in order to maybe not stand up, stand out, not mm. act like I'm better than anybody else. Yeah. I was very aware of not wanting to seem conceited or brag braggadocious, right? And yes. so women feel that way. And now when someone gives me a beautiful compliment like you just did, I just say, thank you. I worked really damn hard. Yes. That's what I think. There's no secret other than the fact that I started doing very small little sprint triathlon. I mean, I used to like, you know, run two miles and I would be dying, you right. know, and then so for your for your listeners, you know, an Ironman triathlon is 2.4 miles of swimming, a 112-mile bike, and a mm -hmm. marathon, 46.2-mile run. And, you know, you're trying to do that as fast as you can. Yeah. <laughs> All of the yeah. things. So, you know, what I started with was small steps. I started by running a 5K. I started by not running a 5K very fast. And I just literally every step of the way, you know, I started doing these things in my early 20s. And by the time I think I was 32, when I first qualified for the Ironman World Championships, and that took me, you know, several races to get mm. to the level where fitness-wise I could do it, but more importantly, that my mindset shift is what got me to the World Championships. I decided that I was going to try, that I was going to stop saying, oh, I'm not that good. I can't do that. Uh -huh. You know, all those things, self-fulfilling prophecies and self-limiting beliefs. I just decided, what happens if I go for it? Yeah. And that's what happened is that I, I did. I qualified. You know, I surrounded myself with lots of people who were positive energy forces, training partners and cheerleaders and support systems. Um, as well, which is also extremely important, I think, for women, especially, to have that community um, that really helps us grow and flourish and just get more confidence. Um, and then the marathon thing was, you know, I, I had gotten to like 32 marathons or something. And I was coming up on my 40th birthday and I'm like, I really want to do like my 40th marathon on my 40th birthday. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm a goal setter. I'm very much. I love that. <laughs> so what we did is I did um, a marathon a month for 12 months, which wow. basically um, got me so that on my 40th birthday, I did run my 40th marathon in Maui with all of my friends. And it was just it's not about the actual physicality. It's just that feeling of pride and that you did something really hard and you believed in yourself. And yeah. that's why I put that out into the universe 
today is that you don't have to run 40 marathons by the time you're 40, but you know, you can do way more than you think you can. Yes. And I resonate with what you said about everything you said is amazing, but what you said about that, I didn't want to brag, right? Cause I, I tend to do that too. I don't want to be in the spotlight. Like I know I wrote this really good book, but I don't want to be the one like, oh my God, my book is so amazing, you know? So (laughs) I tend to like pull back and not really promote myself because I'm like, I don't want to be the one, you know, bragging, just like what you said. It's just so crazy how we think like that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I listen to so many men who are the complete opposite. They'll tell you like, everything. And they have no problems about like, they're proud of, you know, what they did at work that day or something athletically or whatever. It's, we as women could really benefit from having a little bit more of that kind of um, security and sharing. And I think it's getting there. I think social media is actually really helping because we're putting you know, I see all the beautiful posts that you put. And I'm just, every time I see your post, I'm like, yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> like talking about what she's doing because yeah. it's so inspiring. And if anyone feels lesser than from, you know, you talking about the things you've done, that is not, that is not you. That's them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. You know, eventually maybe they'll, ch- they'll change because they'll realize, oh, wow, you know, there's a, another woman just like mm-hmm. me who's doing yeah. something incredible. That's why I was like, when I share, I like to talk about where I came from because it wasn't like this. It definitely, this was not my life. So I always like to show people like you can come out of the darkness into the light. If you just do the work, like what you said, do the work. Exactly. (laughs) And that's why I started on the same page because I started with that same thing. I'm like, I just need your listeners to know Mm-hmm. This was not something that I grew up doing. It wasn't something that I, I mean, I didn't even know how to swim. I had to teach myself how to swim in my twenties. So, wow. so oh my it's like, you don't have to have all of this pre-qualification and already be good at something in order to be good at something now. Right. And I, I'm telling you, I used to religiously watch the Ironman competition <laughs> because I was amazed, like truly amazed at how these people do these obstacle courses or whatever you call them, you know, and, and to finish it. And I always used to be so in awe, you know, like, oh my God, it was inspiring for me. I was never going to try it because that's not my jam, but I used to applaud these people crossing the finish line, even crying with them. Cause it was just such, I was so into it. <laughs> so, yeah. It's inspiring for sure. I probably watched you. <laughs> And we didn't even know each other. Exactly. We were already friends. We were already friends. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get to know Shannon. And by the way, your last name is the same as mine. Only one T and I have two T's. I know. And most (laughs) of my life, people have spelled it with two T's. So yeah. (laughs) So you like to identify yourself as the love radiator. I love this. So what does this mean? Well, the reason that I specifically talk about being a love radiator is because I think sometimes with fitness and women who are leaders in fitness, we've thought we had to act like men in order to succeed in this fitness world. We had to be super tough. We had to be Mm -hmm. a Jillian Michaels, you know, screaming at people and making them cry. (laughs) That's, you know, this whole thing. And, And I will tell you, after working with people for 25 years, men and women, the people that you 
are compassionate and empathetic and you drive them to be inspired because you are you're holding their hand and helping them through and showing with them that what they can do by being passionate and positive those people stick with you forever because that you're giving them more than just the fitness piece you're giving them the whole mental mind shift that we've been talking about from what you know always saying what you can't do and the negative self talk into like oh this person believes in me Mm-hmm. And, you know, they love me, the love radiator, and I'm starting to love myself because of that. So yeah. the, the first part of the love radiator is me radiating my own love out into the universe so that people feel that and they feel the connection because I, I thrive on that. Like I mm-hmm. really am a connector and, you know, as an only child, I have always been someone who just like gathers all of my friends and makes them into sisters. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> um, so there's that component of it. And then the radiator part, you know, that I, I want that to be the ripple effect, like what you're doing, Lorraine. And, and you know, when you make someone feel loved, they're mm-hmm. going to make loved and so on and so forth. So that's the radiator effect. I love that. And just a quick little experience I just experienced is, you know, when you get that, you order something you really want online and then they send you the wrong thing. Like, you know, you're so excited to get that box, that box comes and you got it for a steal and I open it up and it's the wrong item. So I was really annoyed. And nowadays they do these text customer service type things. And I started texting the customer service person, not knowing who they are. And I decided instead of getting upset, I just gave my food for thought, right? Like maybe next time, give us more of a discount. You know, I understand human error, la la la. I ended up telling this person in a text that I didn't know that just spread more love and light. Um, I send you love. I send you lots of positive thoughts. And this person said that I made their day and that I made their heart happy. And it, it was like, I said, I just ask you one thing, just pay it forward and tell the next person that you are loved because you can make somebody else's day too. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time I've ever done that. <laughs> I, with I, with customer service, <laughs> you know, you literally just gave me goosebumps because th- that's the that's the difference in like, yeah, you can love your friends and your family and whatever, yeah. but when you put it out there into people that we kind of gloss over a lot of times, mm-hmm. or we kind of think, oh, well, there's a voice on the other end of the line, but I'm not attaching a human soul to it, right? Like what you've done is really, it's really extraordinary. I love it, Shannon. And I was going to do a post about it. I ended up writing a a poem about it. And I just, I I started like one last text to her, but she cut it off, you know, because they can't continue to chat with me all day. (laughs) Because I felt like I could go on and on about love. (laughs) So it was just really kind of an awakening experience for me because I've never done that before. And I love what you said about attaching a soul to the other side, because sometimes we don't, we think it's just For example, when you call Comcast, right? It's like, oh, God, I deal with Comcast, (laughs) you know, and it's like, but I'm learning to be nice to people because it's not their fault. Right. And you get so much more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you can get to that point in your life, that is truly amazing. It's truly an amazing feeling. I've never felt it before. So I just wanted to share that with you. I love that. I can relate to that so much. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because you're a love radiator. I'm like, I love radiating love. It's just (laughs) a beautiful thing. (laughs) 
So why is your physical health connected to your mental health and wellness? What, why do you think that is? Well, you know, I think for such a long time, there's been a huge disconnect in like the way that we were brought up, women of our generation is, you know, fitness is a means to look better, to get skinnier, to get more tone, to get more people to look at you because you're, you have this like a more attractive body and, I feel like there's starting to be a shift. It needs to be a way, it still needs to be a lot more. But as we get older, we start to understand that fitness, a small portion of it is how you actually look. A huge portion is how it makes you feel. And that feeling of, like I said in the beginning, that feeling of empowerment, that feeling of like, I can do hard things mm-hmm. beyond the physical. So I will tell you, I'll tell you, two different scenarios. My, you know, I've worked with clients for, like I said, for 25 years, almost every single female I've ever worked with has come to me after working with me for, you know, a few months and said, you know, I just wanted to tell you that I got a new job today and you gave me the bravery to apply for this job. I wouldn't have done it before because I didn't believe in myself or what else I did. I, I broke up with my boyfriend. He wasn't treating me with respect. And I finally have this sense of like what my value and my worth. And I decided that he's not, I'm not going to do that anymore. And, you know, I've heard that time and time again. And from Mm -hmm. my own personal experiences, you know, much like you, Lorraine, I have had some really toxic relationships, marriages. Um, I'm on number three to a beautiful human right now. Yeah. Two before that were, you know, based out of my own insecurities, you Mm -hmm. know, and my feeling that I wasn't good enough ever. And as I started to do these really, you know, physically challenging things that um, made me gain strength mentally, I was able to say, you know what, this is enough. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to be stuck in a marriage that makes me so unhappy and that, you know, literally like crushes my spirit. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I don't think I would have had that bravery, that courage if I hadn't had the physical, um, sense of empowerment that I had. So that's Mm -hmm. where I see a lot of it's, it's not one or the other ever. They, they blend so beautifully the mental and the physical strength and resilience. Um, and, and when we, combine them both on our journey of healing, you're going to see results in a much more powerful way. That's beautiful. And I a thousand percent agree with you because even when I was going through all those, and you know my story and those that have been listening to me for the last 33 episodes, (laughs) they know a little (laughs) bit about me, but I, um, I, my hair was falling out because I was so depressed and I would wake Mm -hmm. up and like hair would be on my pillow. When I got out of that relationship, nothing, no hair came off. I knew it was because of that depression that I was having. It was coming out in my body. So it's so crazy. You know, if you don't take care of your body, your mental health is affected or vice versa. Absolutely. But I love asking this question, Shannon, because everybody has similar but different answers. So this year, I'm taking show up and love action. I used to always say I'm a show up and love advocate. I'm a show up and love, you know, uh, 
I want to stop the stigma. But now I'm saying I want to take action. So what show up and love action will you take this year to uplift, encourage, and inspire others who are going through mental health challenges? Mm, that is a great question. So my company that I have now, Live Your Truth Women, which is my fitness coaching company for women over 40. You can be under 40. I just use that as a number. But for women <laughs> you know, who have some life experience, and it's it's the combination of the physical and the mental, like we've talked about, mm-hmm. but I have to say for the last year, I've really only focused on the mindset piece because I wanted to break out of this. She's the fitness chick. All she knows is fitness. And I wanted mm-hmm. to really, you know, develop my no like, and trust factor in the mindset, because even though I hadn't like you know, said that's what I do my whole life. That's what I'd been doing my whole life is helping people with their mindset. And the reason I mention this is because now in 2022, what I'm really embracing again is my core value of how important it is to implement fitness in your life in any capacity, like go out and take nature walks. Like I'm not talking, you have to do Ironman. I'm just saying, treat your body with respect by moving it more often. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel better mentally. So what I'm doing in 2022 is really trying to help people see that connection and how I can help with both of those things. I can really just help tie it up for you and help you see and feel how that will take you to the next level. And, you know, so I'm doing that through being on podcasts like you have and putting that out Mm -hmm. into the world, not just universal energy that we have through social media. So that's really my new emphasis this year is really trying to kind of go back to my roots and then just not feel like I have to choose. Like it's both. And I love what you're posting to on Instagram. It's my, it inspires me so much when I see your Instagram. (laughs) That makes me feel good. Thank you. Yeah, so cool. And, um, you know, I need to connect you with a girlfriend of mine. Her name is Christine Capella. You two would be BFFs like instantly (laughs) because she is a lot like you and she's embarking on this new amazing journey. And I think that you two could really connect and create some type of collaboration. Awesome. She lives in New York. Fabulous. Yeah, I'm going to connect you two for sure. So how can people find you, Shannon, if they want to connect with you? The easiest way to, I'm really kind of have the same handle for almost everything, whether it's um, Instagram, Facebook, or my website, Live Your Truth Women. Applies to all of those. And then I'm on Clubhouse uh, as my name, Shannon Patterson, spelled with one T. And I also have, just if you're interested in looking up, I also own... I created a company called Achieve Multi-Sport Coaching and Personal Training. And that's really targeted more at people who are like, I want to sign up for like a race. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is also Achieve Multi-Sport is my handle for um, Instagram and Facebook and also my website. So awesome. um, you can find me at either of those. Yes. Follow Shannon, y'all. Um, she will definitely get your body moving. <laughs> Because she gets me moving. (laughs) And um, I look forward to catching up with you later, Shannon. Thank you. Thank you, Lorraine. Thank you for joining me today. I encourage you to come back for more love and inspiration. If you love this podcast show, please like and leave a review. Follow me on Instagram at showupandlove to be updated on the upcoming shows. 
Until next time, remember to love each other and choose love every day.